Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Helping you tune out your annoying workmate. You're listening to Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. We're sticking with the rugby theme now, but we're going to talk about the Palmer Cup, which is, I think, two or three weeks away from playoffs. Maybe two more games and then playoffs, uh, although I think the Premiership might even have their playoffs next week. We'll get the expert, we'll get the expert, former Black Fern, currently part of the Sky Rugby coverage, Christina Sue joins us. G'day, Sue. G'day, how are you? I'm good, mate. Um, I'm just looking straight at the top of the championship table, got a big smile on my face. Four from four, <laughs> the Manawatu Cyclones, um, they're going good. Yeah, they are. They've got um, some good systems in place here, so good experience and, I guess, younger talent um, talent there and, and coming away with some good performances, although they had quite a close one against Northland. But, yeah, the, the two top teams in that grade are, are expected and, um, yeah, looking forward to hopefully going into the business end that they, they continue to stay on top. The thing I'm liking, and so we've had a few listeners text about it, is the attrition rate or the number of new faces we see year on year in the Farah Palmer Cup. And there's uh, we had Alan Bunting in earlier this week, and I think he said there's something like 40 teenagers playing Farah Palmer Cup. Yeah, crazy, isn't it? It shows you the depth that we have in, in New Zealand, but also that they can they can go into that level and, and compete. Um, yeah, it's exciting. Um, I, there's a schoolgirl halfback plays for Manawatu Cyclones. I'm, I'm not picking on the Manawatu Cyclones, but I have watched all of their games, so I do know them a little bit better than, than all the others. And you've probably had a bit, bit to do with her as well, both positionally and schooling-wise. Um, mm-hmm. she's really taken to it like a duck to water and she's still at school. Yeah, my Davis is only year 12, um, but she's also involved in the New Zealand under 18 sevens that they that, played in the world schools and they, they got Justine McGregor as well, Wellington Pride, who's year 13, and she's like one of the top try scorers of the competition, although Pride haven't won a game yet, but she is in phenomenal form. Um, Maya's only year 12, you know, 16, 17-year-old um, and still is a year of school, but as uh, a competitive athlete, very skillful, probably one of the best box kicks in the country. Um, and and it, it, she failed a lot as well, you know, like being trusted to take winning conversions and, and penalties and, and learnt from from all of the, I guess, those learnings or those moments. Um, and it's just growing her confidence and resilience and it's good to see her compete at Palmer level. Um, looking... Um as an example, the Taranaki field, they've played four, they've lost four, they have a negative 243 points differential. I've watched, I watched Manawatu play them. They have so many young, young, young women, um, but they don't look disheartened. Um, the opportunity there is to develop and grow. Would you be concerned 
with a team like Taranaki Fio, uh, Wellington Pride, O from five as well. Is that a concern or is it we, we just need more, more women to fill these roster slots and they're going to take some time to get up to speed? Yeah, probably that's a good point. Um, it's about, I guess, distributing probably the talent and experience a bit more even. It, it's hard when it's not a professional league and it, you know, you're expecting the same product or brand to be displayed on television week in, week out, and yet the time isn't there and they don't have the expertise. You can see the professionals now. They're miles ahead in terms of skill level, professional game IQ, and it's evident It's evident on for those teams, the black fans that are now, that's their job. And then you've got the other ones that come in with very little experience. The club competition is not that great. Um, and like the captain said for Tamaki Field, they, they lose the uni students. They don't have, like, they've got a couple of schoolgirls grades, but I mean, even looking at that grassroots level club rugby, it's, it's improving, but it's still not as competitive as we'd like it to see it. And the same with schoolgirls. Like, we, um, for example, we, Manukura, had a very good game against St. Mary's in the Hurricanes qualifier yesterday, going to top four. Like, this was quality football brand of rugby being displayed, but the disparity between our two teams to the rest of the secondary is it's massive and so we we need to sort of balance that and have opportunities at the under ratings level and, and at club and at provincial to keep growing that talent and then seeing it sort of improve across the, across the board that's what I'd like to see a bit more yeah so yeah Manukura for people that don't know is a school uh, down in the Manawatu and a real emphasis on sport and community which I absolutely love you've been a big part part teaching there coaching there etc are there other similar type it's not an academy what can we call it a breeding ground for young women players in other parts of the country um it's getting there. The, the, you know, we're the only co- school, Kaupapa, that doesn't have a first and second 15. You've got Christchurch girls, first and second 15. St Mary's are first and second. Hamilton girls. Um, you've got, you know, Mags up in Auckland with over 3,000 kids and their programs developing, Auckland girls. So you're certainly seeing the talent come through and, and the participation rates increase at that secondary level. I'm not sure if there's a specialist type program around the country that offers something similar. I know Hamilton girls have employed, you know, like their Ruben Samuels and stuff that, that, to head that, that program. So um, there's probably some key players, uh, key, sorry, not players, key coaches and staff within those schools to drive the programs. But I know for us, Rihanna and I have, you know, last six years, six, seven years have sort of built to what we are now, um, which is it's awesome. You know, we went from having to scrape numbers to actually now getting enrolments for girls around the country who want to come and be a part of our co-papa, which is pleasing. But again, it's not very good if there's still no competition at a, at a secondary level, if there's no under-20s, hurricanes or under-18s. You know, it's, 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 uh, we need to keep those girls um, competing. And if you put that in contrast with rugby league, oh, my goodness, we hmm. we could be at risk of losing lots of our girls and um, to that WNRL and the tournaments that they're actually hosting. So a step ahead of Union at the moment. Yeah, I was going to say that we we hearing um, of schoolboys getting signed to Gold Coast Titans or Newcastle Knights and they go to Australia, they pay for their family, they pay for their schooling. Are we starting to see NRLW scouting at these schoolgirl tournaments? Absolutely. Well, we hosted a NRL Knights um, W last last year with um, Kaylin Punga and his, his, his dad, who's the scout of, of that, um, 
of that franchise. And, you know, for me, I've played both codes of Kiwi Ferns and Blackburns. I've been quite rich of me, uh, hypocritical, to not allow those opportunities. And that's all we want. We want kids to have experience and opportunities. And that's a big challenge back to the union um, around what what can we provide for this under-18 group or to keep them in our game because, you know, like there's a, a New Zealand Māori Rugby League tournament that had hundreds and hundreds of girls and boys, or girls at uh, under 13s, 14s, 16s, 18s grade, um, and yet we're not quite seeing that across in, in the union space. So I, I'm a bit worried if we don't, if, if union doesn't start providing these opportunities that we'll continue to lose our um, union players over the league. Mm, very sage comments, Zoe. Uh, <laughs> um, look, brilliant. Um, finally, uh, Pick me a winner of the Premiership and pick me a winner of the Championship. We're not far away from playoffs. Oh, it's probably going to be the two juggernauts in the final. I know Waikato are leading at the moment, but I think Canterbury-Auckland will you know, be that final again. And I, oh, looking at the injection of the Black Ferns in that Auckland side, Hay and the more back in, I think Auckland might might get over. So I'm picking Auckland, and, and I'm not just being biased, but I think Manor 2 uh, will have a close contest against uh, Northland in the finals for the championship grade, but I think their fitness might come through in the in the final, in the end there. Yeah. So Cyclones for championship, and uh, I reckon Auckland Storm maybe for the premiership. Outstanding. You didn't dodge it. You didn't sit on the fence. You just chucked it out there. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Zoe. <laughs> no worries, mate. See you later. Kaki Zip.